Welcome to a brand new episode of The Cultured Imprint. My name is Kukosha and welcome to my podcast. Um, I hope you guys are doing alright. I hope you guys are well. Um, for some odd reason, it's just been a strange week. Like, for me, it just flew by. And I think it's because of the cyclone. Did I say that right? Cyclone that's coming towards us it's been raining non-stop well it rain it rains in like intervals which is so weird like it will rain like hard like hard showers for like about 20 minutes and it will stop then the sun will come out and the birds are chirping like it's like a new day then it's gray outside back to it's like the same thing for like a week now and you know when when the weather is like all gloomy and stuff i just want to sleep and that's not good like i sleep and eat that's what i've been doing this past week just sleeping and eating and then i realized i was like "Mm, i don't like i don't like this because also like when the weather is just gray and stuff believe it or not i know i know some people are like this sounds crazy but it does take a toll on your mental health like i just started being very negative towards myself i would say very mean things to myself and i was just like mm, i don't like this i was like i don't like this at all and on top of that oh i swear to god me and like electronics we are just not friends just not friends the other week my phone broke and then this week my charger broke i literally got a new charger today and that's why this episode is late because I didn't have a charger. Everything was dead. So, uh, but yeah, I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope you guys are doing fine. Um, sorry about the music, <laughs> but I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I hope you guys are having a good week. And for those who enjoy, I mean, I do enjoy like rainy weather. I love it. It's my favorite. But I I can't do too much of it because if if it's like gloomy and stuff i have to be active in some sort of way and i'm not i'm just sitting at home watching youtube until the sun comes up so yeah it's it's yeah yeah. it's kind of how can i say this bittersweet yeah it's a bittersweet experience i guess but anyway let's get into astro Alrighty, so the full moon is in Leo. We have a full moon in Leo um, on the 28th of January. And normally when there's like a full moon, the moon looks absolutely beautiful. But I don't go out and... Because I always make sure to go out and look at the moon just for a bit. And just like be under the moon's light and just take it all in i know very chakra hand very woo woo but i just like to you know just take it in and just feel it because it's just so beautiful it's a beautiful thing to see um this is a time for oh yes before i even get into what you can expect um for the full moon it lasts for two weeks so um the effects and everything that just you're going to feel and go through um, I, I don't know if that's going to last for two weeks, but 
the the feelings will be intensified for two weeks so this is a time for completion illumination release and resolution okay it is a time for you to turn inward reflect and allow the universe to share feedback on your current path Mm, that's good that's i like i like the sound of that um the moon in leo will inspire you to seek pleasure and romance while aquarius sun will ask you to remain objective while focusing on the greater good (laughs) this is so aquarius like you're like in your fields and you're like oh no i want to poo i want this i want that and the aquarius sun is just telling you bitch calm down calm down and focus on what's actually important here you know what i mean and i'm and i'm down for it but it's 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 a push and pull situation you know like do you where do you go like and i i know i've been feeling it i'm not gonna lie i've been craving a boo I'm not going to lie to you. And especially with this type of weather, you just want to be, you know, all cuddled up and all loved up watching whatever with your significant other. And sadly, that's not, that's not what's happening for me. Just quite sad. But Aquarius Sun is here to remind you, hey, babes, focus on the greater good. Focus on what's coming for you. Focus on your, 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 your endeavors, you know, focus on the things that you have planned for throughout the year you know and shout out to Aquarius sun for keeping us focused and it's so funny like if you have people that have their sun in Aquarius as friends or family members they always like that they're always like no come on now focus let's just focus on this I mean I understand what you're going through I get it but get back to center and I live for that I live for that um the full moon is opposite the Aquarius sun which forms powerful creation connections sorry with mercury jupiter and saturn this alignment pushes you to become a pioneer in your own life or by breaking apart outdated structures in order to ultimately steer yourselves towards positive growth i'm about that i'm really about that because like it's the beginning of the year and i feel like it's the perfect way to start the year you know, you just need to focus on you, focus on what you want to do, on your plans, and making sure that you're able to get and reach and reach your goals, you know. Because 2020, 2020 was a maza. Like, it, it was a maza, 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 maza. And everyone just felt like, what is the fucking point of even trying? Because, like, what is the point? Because we're all stuck at home. You can't go out because in, in certain industries have been affected by this. So I know a lot of people felt like, what is the fucking point, you know? Um, but this is the time to, you know, focus on your bag, push. And, you know, if you want to change up your image, if you want to, like, start something like, I don't know, a YouTube channel, a podcast, whatever. This is the time to, like, get your plans in order. I feel like it's... And that's how I see it. I feel like it's a time for you to actually sit down and be like, okay, how am I going to do this? And you need to write down everything that you want to do and make sure that it's perfectly aligned, you know, with the goals that you're trying to reach. So, yeah, the main thing that you should avoid during the full moon in Leo is to just do not be impulsive. Avoid impulsivity. Mm Mm-hmm. 
yes you just need to just avoid it stop doing things like in a rush just be calm take the time to practice mindfulness and release challenging emotions so if you're not into meditating it helps but i med i meditate when i'm anxious it does help when i'm anxious and i should get back into it like because i don't do it just in j you know it takes it takes for me to and i hate that i rely on meditating when i'm only anxious but i used to just meditate just to just to get just to get right with myself but um it's definitely something that i should get back into and if you are like me get back into it you know accountability partners that's what we do here we check each other um and release challenging emotions that's hey that's a that's a that's a big one <laughs> that's a big one so i hope this full moon treats you well i hope you are able to um get what it's giving receive what it's giving and use it so, so that you can reach your greater good you know so that you can feel good about yourself so that you can feel like okay i'm on the right track it did say that it's time for you to allow the universe to share feedback on your current path so take time and sit with yourself and like connect and like try and do something normally i mean prayer works if you're just trying to find out am I on the right path, am I doing well, like, is this my thing, prayer definitely works for me, just sit time, take time, take time and just sit in your own, well, I was about to say in your own thoughts, but that's, that could be dangerous for some, but like, just be silent and just, here's, here, wow, English is just dribbling me today, I just want to say, Take time to sit so you can hear what the universe is telling you. Just sit and be quiet. And that's what works for me. And I hope it may work for you. And if it doesn't, baby, check YouTube. They will definitely help you. <laughs> anyway, that's it for Astro Chats. I'm such a mess today. Oh my God, that's it for Astro Chats. Now let's get into pop culture. Uh-huh. Welcome to the pop culture segment. This is what this is where I fill you in on any popular culture news that have occurred in the past week. So first off, before we start anything, R.I.P. Cecily Tyson. R.I.P. Spongile Kumalo. Um, I just I've, I just found out recently that Cecily Tyson passed away due to natural causes she lived up to 96 years old she was born in 1924 and the things that that woman has seen only god knows and i am quite i was quite sad when i heard the news remember last week i told you guys about um jackson and timbo and how my mom started screaming um when she found out about his death that was that was my moment to scream i screamed in my room i couldn't believe it um but she has given us so much um her whole life literally she 
started acting i think at 30 years old or she got her breakout role at 30 and from 30 up until 96 that literally is her whole life dedicated to the arts and being a powerful voice for black women being a powerful voice for black people for dark-skinned women you know and changing the game she was the first the first uh, well i'm not say the first but one of the first women who would act with her natural hair like she would no blowouts no relaxer none of it she came on and did her ting with a fro and you know back in the days that that wasn't the case you know i mean obviously like in the 1960s yes but there was a time where relaxa came into the game and everyone was you know relaxing their hair getting weaves and wigs and whatnot and she was just like nah i'm not doing that mess you will catch me in my fro or my braids and that's how i come and that's how you will accept me you know so yeah as somebody who is studying you know to be a fucking thespian or whatever um she really means a lot to me and just even besides the fact that i'm at school for this shit um just her as a as a person really i really was inspired and i really did and i do love her very much and um I hope her beautiful soul rest in peace. She has done her job. She has done her job. And it's so crazy that that even the day before or the day of, she was tweeting about her book. She just recently released a book, a memoir about her life. And I'm going to try and get my hands on it because I want to know. I want to know everything. And yeah, man. R.I.P. to Cecily Tyson. And R.I.P. to Spongy Lukumala. She was an opera singer. And yeah, opera and jazz singer, and she performed at the inauguration, nineteen ninety four inauguration. You know Nelson Mandela, very very important time in South Africans' lives, very important time in world history. I mean, it's the end of a of apartheid. It's our first, you know, black president. It's our first democratically elected president and she was there and she sang at the inauguration and many other events i know that she sang all over the world and her voice was phenomenal it's so weird speaking about them in the past tense it's just it's just weird to me but um she passed she was 63 you know she wasn't that old and it's, it's sad and she passed away due to she was quite ill for a, a long time that's what the news say she was ill for some time and she she passed away due to a stroke and i know what a stroke does to somebody especially somebody her age because my grandmother was around her age when she passed away and also due to stroke complications and that shit is not for the week it really just because if you can survive the first one and then the second one probably takes you you know but you see what the their bodies go through when they survive a stroke and it's it's pretty awful and it's 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 sad and just wanted to say r.i.p to those beautiful women and um 
they will definitely be missed. They really did leave a mark, a huge, huge mark on the world. And it sucks. Death sucks. But anyway, let's move on. Um, Mulatto. Big Lotto, big remix. I thought I'd ask back and see if she didn't catch it. I ain't athletic, but it's in it's for a necklace. That was my favorite song. <laughs> that one, I even did an episode and I made her song of the week because oh, it was after um her freshman freestyle. Yes, it was her and Chica and I made them song of the week, both of them. But Mulatto is going to change her stage name. So if you don't know um what Mulatto means, it's a term that is used to describe a person of black and white ancestry so basically mixed people biracial people and um she confirmed that she's changing her stage name in an interview with hot freestyle on the 27th of january um well first of all the name the term mulatto um i think at the time she wanted before I, I even get into like what she said on the interview because she really said some some good stuff um about the reason why she's changing her name she's always been under fire for like having a name like that and she would always say it's like a rebrand like you know how african americans took the word nigga and they made it their own she was trying to do that but the reason why that doesn't work with mulatto is because um back in the days it's like this is like a quick little crash course in the name the history behind mulatto back in the days like slavery times um obviously when the slave master would have sex with the slaves there would be a biracial baby uh produced out of that out of rape i'm not even say they would have sex with them they would rape the slaves and obviously the baby would be biracial black and white and the mixed babies mixed people were given preference they were now put on a higher standard than normal black people so and this was because of how light their skin were skin was were was were i don't know of how light the skin was yes Mm-mm. English is not my first language, so. <laughs> but of how light their skin was and of their hair, even though it was still curly, it was more manageable. You know, and they were given preference. They were in the house, they were treated as one of the white people. And black people would now be their servants. And there was a lot of, obviously, abuse that would occur from mulattoes to black slaves and it, it there's a reason why it, it cannot be rebranded because black people were affected or black people were treated badly by people who were mixed by mulattoes so that's why it just didn't work and she has been saying that she understands the reason why um she understands the reason why uh, people say that it's not right that she calls herself mulatto. And by the way, um, she is of mixed race. Her mom is white and her dad is black. And she said in the interview, this is what she said, quote, you know, 
you might know your intentions, but these are strangers who don't know you. Never met you in person, so you got to hear each other out. And if you know those aren't your intentions and that's how they've been perceived, it's like, why not make a change or alter it? My intentions was not to glorify being mulatto. So if that's how it's been perceived and people think I'm saying, oh, I'm better because I'm mulatto or my personality trait is mulatto, then I need to change the matter at hand, quote. And I think that's big of her because she's 22. Um, She's been doing this thing for a while now because she was on that the that that show um the rap game i think T- was ti producer and jermaine dupreem and she was there when she was like 14 so she's been mulatto since she was 14 up until now 22 and um it's a big step she mentioned it's a big step because there are like brand deals management contracts that are you know on un- like on edge because they know her as mulatto they are signing mulatto to a certain deal so i wonder what she's gonna call herself now she said her fans no i have no clue her real name is Alyssa michelle stevens and she said it will not be linked to her government name because of legal issues but um i can't wait to see what um she's gonna call herself now but every time she went like in a song, every time when she went like Big Lotto, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm going in. I'm going in. But also I'm happy that she realized um, that it was time for a change. And, you know, she tried to make Fetch happen and it didn't happen. And she, she was like, you know what? It's okay. I, I get it. I didn't make it happen. So it's time to move on, which is very big of her because some people would just be ignorant and be like, nah, I'm going to keep it because that's what I wanted to do. So big ups to her and I can't wait to see what she's gonna call herself what she's gonna go by and in the interview she also mentioned i think she did mention danny lee and i wanted to speak about this last week but i don't know why for some odd reason it just i just skipped it because it's like i mean i have notes and stuff so i just i just skipped it so what happened with danny lee um she made a song called yellow bone and she was on instagram she performed like um she was singing like a snippet of it or whatever I think she's getting like her hair done and the song was playing in the background and she was singing along with it. And I think it said, um, Yellow Bone, that's how he likes them, wara wara. Something along those lines. And basically the song was just praising light skinned women. And Danny Lee, I'm gonna turn back now. So you're gonna hear about pages. Um, yes. So she said on Twitter, no, sorry, on IG, she's like, why can't I make a song for my light-skinned baddies? Why y'all think I'm hating on other colors when there are millions of songs speaking on all types? Why y'all so sensitive and take it personal? God damn. Now, (laughs) now this girl. So by looking at Danny Lay, she is a Dominican woman which means she is spanish i have never heard her identify as afro-latina i don't see any articles that say she is afro-latina but um she is definitely of um caucasian ancestry when you look at the pictures of her parents i don't know if she posted them but um they were in articles and you know those youtube um 
videos or they speak about things like this. Um, both of her parents look white to me. And it's kind of weird hearing a white woman speak about being a yellow boy. That's confusing to me because that term is used for light-skinned black women. So as a Caucasian, how 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 are you a yellow boy? You know, that's that that's just the one part of this whole situation that's just wrong. How can you identify? As a yellow bone. And I've seen her wearing braids and things like that. And honest to God, I thought... Because, I mean, I, I I don't listen to her music. I don't keep up with her. So I, I thought she was black. I was like, oh, okay, she's black. Maybe, like, um mixed or whatever. But I didn't know that she was... You know? So that's kind of... That's kind of... That's weird to me. That's the first issue. Second issue is that um there is no need for a song praising light-skinned women. Light-skinned women have been praised for years, decades. Light-skinned women have been put on a pedestal, on a higher pedestal, and have been made to be the only type of black person that was acceptable in media, in especially in media, especially in the industry that she's in. Light-skinned black women have, have pre- preference. Acting as light-skinned black women. When you look at shows like Martin, Gina, she is the main. She's the main character. She's more poised, more put together, more, you know, acceptable. And then you get her best friend, who's the dark-skinned friend, who's rowdy, loud, ratchet, talks too much, interferes in the the um. And who's this Gina and Dingy's relationship all the time? Like, you, do, you, do you get that? Do you understand that? Like, and I know I'm not the only person who is speaking on this subject. But, like, it's getting tiring. Like, it's getting boring. Because how many times are we going to speak on this? Colorism is a serious thing. And for the fact that she's adding fuel to a fire that was actually created by her ancestors. Mm-hmm. And also, she's not part of our community. So, why would you create a mess in a situation that you are not a part of? A a situation and a community and a place where you don't belong. That's just something I want to know. You know, that really rubbed me up the wrong way. And I'm glad that, you know, the situation maybe was like a wake-up call to Mulatto to be like, you know what, hmm, because this hun was basically saying that she's dating the baby, um, Danny Lay, sorry, is dating the baby, and she was like, I'm just, I just made a song about what my man likes, you know, he likes the light skin and all of that mess, and even though she's not light skin, she's just white, and, um, now Mulatto was like, oh, okay, now I get why people are upset about my name, Mulatto, because, hmm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad this was a wake-up call for her, um, and hopefully Daddy Lay just is able to, I don't know, stay in her lane, stay in her lane, which is being white, and yes, there's nothing wrong with you showing love the black community and being an ally absolutely nothing wrong it's just you need to know your place 
she's crossing a line there's a very thin line and if you want to like if you still don't understand what this whole situation is this colorism issue that we talk about you know you can go back and listen to an episode of my good friend toby um oh shucks i forgot what it's called but it's one of the first episodes where we discussed colorism and you can listen to that or you can actually watch um i found this amazing youtuber her name is t noir t e e n o i r and she literally just makes videos and talks about all the things that are problematic you know and she makes very good points her and khadija mbowe um khadija k a d no sorry k h a d i j a mbowe m b o w e and they make really 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 good points so watch those videos if you're still very much confused and i don't know why um as to what colorism is and why it affects us and why this shit needs to stop but anyway moving along to some this is fucked up this is some fucked up news i'm not even gonna lie when i saw it i was like oh this is scary because we grew up loving this couple you know um ti and tiny well i grew up loving this couple because of their um show on mtv I forgot what it's called, but it was like about them and their family. T.I., the what, what? T.I. and Tiny, the, the... Oh, I forgot the name of the show, but you know what I'm talking about because it was a very popular show and it was just them and their family and like their kids, whatever. And I really, really liked that show. And now, and then we found out that T.I. um goes to the gynae with his daughter to check her hymen we found out about that and we were like oh what the fuck is going on now this is like uh, like an addition of that situation ti and tiny are accused of dragging and trafficking young women for sex about 15 women have voiced out accusing the celebrity couple of coercing them into compromising sexual situations involving drugs and money Oh, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Um, this all came up after the couple's estranged friend. I think this is um that Han. What's her name? The one that used to do her, um Tiny's hair. No, I don't know. It's definitely not her. No, it's definitely not her. No, no, no. But the couple's estranged friend Sabrina Peterson made the first allegations and compiled a series of messages from alleged victims on Instagram. So these girls were sending Sabrina messages telling them how telling her how they were also involved and have um and have dealt with TI and Tiny on the same situation. Um fifteen fifteen women um, there was, okay, there are, like, about three stories that I'm going to, like, share quick, quick, quick. Um, there was a woman who, okay, who visited T.I. and Tiny's suite at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Um, the phone was, her phone was confiscated, and she said Molly and cocaine were handed 
out and girls who only removed their pants were told to stay. Another one who's an immigrant who worked as an escort in 2013, um, Tia invited her to take drugs and have sex with him and Tiny in return for payment. Apparently, Tiny got jealous of her and choked her, this is in quotation marks, when she threatened to reveal when she threatened to reveal the dealings and was threatened with deportation. And then another one was pressured for sex during the 2005 NBA All-Star Weekend in Colorado. And these are three different women. And there was another one who was actually 16 at the time when this was all happening. The thing is, right, um... I don't even want to take it... I don't even want to boil it down to what they're doing because they are allegedly, allegedly, allegedly dragging and trafficking these young women. Full stop. But there are parties where you can literally have sex and take drugs with people that are more than willing to do this. You know, I don't know if swingers, like, go and take drugs at, like, their events. But they definitely... Fuck. Excuse my French. But you you know what I mean? Like, there are people who are more than willing to do these things. Like, you can literally get your gang and be like, Listen, we're going to this hotel and this is where we're having our situation tonight. Bring, bring your... Bring whoever's willing and let's have fun. Because why would you... Like, it's... It it all goes back to the idea of rape. Like, why would you want to rape somebody? Who? Why would you want to do that to somebody? And you can see that they don't want when there are people who could do it with you because they want to do it with you, you know? It's the same situation here. Like, like that's how I see it. And you know what? I'm not... I'm... I mean... I'm not shocked, but I'm definitely surprised. I. It also goes back to like what he did with his daughter or what he does with his daughter by going to the gynae and checking her hymen. Like, because he knows that he was out here dealing with, allegedly, he was allegedly dealing with people who were 16, 17, and just forcing them to have sex with him. And stuffing them with drugs, allegedly. You know. It's kind of sick, if you ask me. It's it's distasteful. And they haven't, they haven't said anything. Um, I would like to see how they turn this around. And tell us that it's all lies. Um, I just... They've got a lot of kids... That's also another part that's kind of disgusting. They have a lot of kids, daughters. The youngest one is like three, four. And this is what you do? I could never understand how the mind of um, a pip. Oh no! Let me even say this word. <laughs> hey, this word is just gonna chew me up. But I could never understand the mind of somebody who does things like this, knowing that you've got your own kids. 
is that would you be okay having them in situations like that if not then why do you do it it just it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense I wonder what they're gonna have to say I'm embarrassed for them I'm embarrassed for their kids like this is embarrassing this is the utmost embarrassing thing that you could hear about your parents like we're just used to like saying oh no my mom does I don't know what can you say about your mom that's like embarrassing my mom plays gospel music when she picks me up from school like that's so embarrassing like that's what you're supposed to say about your parents like my dad only wears neon socks oh my gosh I'm so embarrassed like that's what she that's what she should say but distasteful absolutely distasteful and um I hope the the um the victims the alleged victims I hope they're okay and I really do hope that they have been getting some help you know to deal with all of this trauma because I would not I would not know how to move on from this the one who was um threatened with deportation she ended up leaving atlanta she says she left atlanta and has never gone back you know that's fucking scary bro like why would you do why would you do that i don't understand it but anyway that's what's happening with ti and tiny and like i said i hope that the alleged victims are getting the help that they need um to deal with this and process it in the most healthiest way that they can and if people died from this I am so sorry to those families. And I really do hope we get to the bottom of this. I mean, it is a um pending situation, a pending case. So hopefully I'll have more if they decide to, you know, speak up about this. But yeah, that's mm, wow. Moving along, um the coronavirus vaccine distribution tender in South Africa. So the Department of Health um, will issue a tender to store and distribute the COVID-19 vaccines, which are landing on the 5th of October. Oh, October. Wow. 5th of February. Well, wow. <laughs> um, and oh, no, sorry, I'm lying. The vaccine is arriving on the 1st. They will, the tender will be issued on the 5th. So, now when you look at South Africa's history with tenders, um, basically tenders are awarded to companies that are willing to fix anything like that the government wants them to fix. So this could be roads, um, yeah, roads, building hospitals, um, um, maintenance for like clinics, anything that has to do with the country and the state of it. Just making sure that everything is prim and proper, like um, going to government schools and making sure that they've got proper toilets and not using pit latrines, or houses in in Soweto or in, you know, the hood in different parts of South Africa, where they used, I remember last time I spoke about the asbestos thing, there's a tender 
that um that had to go and clear out the asbestos in ceilings in different homes in Soweto and in different in all in I w I don't wanna say rural but in lower income there we go, there we go. In lower income um neighborhoods. And normally like especially with the asbestos thing, it was done during apartheid. So these are houses that have been here. And and normally those jobs are not carried through. The money somehow disappears, you know, and we don't know where it goes. We don't know where it goes, love. And people are left we are left with potholes in our roads. Schools are left with um no toilets or like if they were supposed to get like a computer lab, that shit is not there. It's not they'll just build the lab and then the computers are not there. And it's very problematic. I've spoken about it quite a number of times on the podcast. It's problematic, it's tiring and um we just hope and pray. Please, guys, we are pleading. We are pleading with whoever gets this fucking tender. Can you just... Can you just... Can we just get the vaccine, please? You know, because I don't think anybody is gaining anything by having people in lockdown. You can't go to... Like, as South Africans, our economy is suffering... I know that for a fact that our president has borrowed money from, I don't know who, but I think it was a billion and some a billion and something, and my friends and I were talking about it and we were like, how are we gonna pay that back? How are we gonna pay that back? So can you just give us the vaccine so that life can get to normal, you know, so we can just go out and spend money and try and revive this dead economy that we have, you know what I mean? Like. Don't, don't, I'm so scared that, you know what I'm scared of? Oh my goodness. Because you know, like, beginning of um, um, lockdown, they're supposed to give out food parcels and whatnot. You know that some politicians actually kept those food parcels for themselves. Like, you would, like, open the garage door and it's just filled with food parcels. And you're like, my guy, you're rich. You're rich because you're stealing money from the government. The taxpayer's money. You are stealing it and you're buying, you know, these really luxury cars and beautiful houses and going on holiday in really extravagant places and stuff. And you've got the money to feed your family. And, you know, why are you keeping food parcels in your garage? I just, I, I'm just scared that the same thing would happen with the vaccine. Like, they're going to be like, I know. We don't want them to get it, so we'll just keep it in our garage. And we'll have, like, we'll throw parties and in our beautiful homes and invite our friends over. And when you get in, vaccine. vaccine can you imagine that being a party favor? I can just see it. <laughs> I can just see it being a party favor. Like, them hosting brides and get-togethers and dinners at their houses. And they're getting contraband liquor because they know people who work at Sab South African brewery and they can just get you know their fucking favorite bottle and just well bottles and just have a good time because the party favor is the fucking vaccine (gasps) I can see it I can see it being a thing and isn't it sad that 
that that could be a reality. Isn't that a sad thing to know? So, yeah, the vaccine is arriving on the 1st. And they plan to vaccinate 1.25 million health workers under the first rollout. And I really do hope they get it because they are at risk. They are at risk. Them, yeah, health workers, so like people working at the hospitals, clinics, wherever. And essential workers as well. Yeah, they need to get it too. And I remember there was an article about graveyard diggers. They were like, they want the vaccine as well. And I feel like they should because they're, most of the deaths that they're handling are people who passed away from the the virus. And um, the people coming, obviously, you know. So, yeah, guys. Fingers and toes crossed so that they don't steal the money to distribute this fucking vaccine imagine it being a party favor like i can actually see it i can actually see it scary 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 things but yeah now moving on to something that was fun but now turned into something stressful and worrisome and literally the fun has been sucked out of this thing the silhouette challenge so i've seen the videos just like the busted challenge like oh my god just beautiful woman looking beautiful bouncing booties jiggling like that was pretty that's a pretty sight for me you know what i mean (laughs) you know being queer or whatever (laughs) But besides that, the ladies looked absolutely beautiful. And it was just really nice to see girls showing us how they, you know, glow up. So now, with the silhouette challenge, um, oh, wow. They basically show you how they look like when they're not, like, dressed. But it's, um, it's like, covered by, like, a red light. It's really pretty. I it's, it's it's really pretty. Like, who comes up with these challenges? By the way, like I just want to know because this one, this one is my favorite. I'm not even gonna lie. These women's bodies are banging. There was this one. Oh, let me not even talk about it. But no, I actually am. There was this one. She was just twerking throughout the whole video, and it was just you. You could see everything move without seeing everything. Isn't that cool? That was so cool. Like, beautiful. Now the drama that came with it. Men, some guy, Daniel, his name is Daniel. He tweeted, he was like, um, let me get the right words so that you can see. Let me put it up and put it up real quick for you guys. Okay, he said, I'm about to break the internet. Me and my homie just finished developing an app that can get past any Snapchat filter and get the original media. I'll post the link to download, but before I do, save up all you can, bro, before they delete hashtag silhouette challenge. Like, you can't have anything. 
we literally cannot have anything because even though like when people create these challenges it's not anything deep it's just to have fun really and basically to show off your body and how good you look and if you want to take it like in that route and go and be deep about it it's literally women just falling in love with their bodies and celebrating their bodies no matter how they look and no matter how society has you know perceived the perfect body to be like because you get women of all types of bodies participating in this challenge and they all look good they all look good and for the fact that we can't just do this and have fun with it men are trying to remove that light that red light filter on snapchat and basically they just want to see us naked because again they just want to prove that they have the power that if i want to see you naked i will it doesn't matter if you put a filter on or used whatever you did to cover up if i want to see you naked i will and that is scary that's awful because there are women who did this challenge and they were naked so if they removed this filter and they were able to see them naked that's just awful man that's that's really it has to be illegal it has to be illegal what they're doing because my intention was not to show you my naked body it was to show you my silhouette which is the which is the name of the challenge so it has to be illegal some way and um this girl on twitter again was on what's that what's that app called i've got that app uh it's when they meet on oh fuck clubhouse yes clubhouse yes so this girl was on clubhouse and she was like hey guys if you want to post a silhouette challenge without the fear of someone removing the filter screen record and post that someone in cloud in clubhouse with it background just said that and um so basically you wouldn't post the original you would screen record like your whole vid and you then post it on twitter and I hopefully hopefully that works and ho- hopefully that's true because I want to do it I want to do it I want to participate and I'm I'm definitely not gonna post it on Twitter if I know that some weirdo is gonna save it and then remove the fucking light and also I could just not be naked but the whole point of the whole video is to just celebrate your body your soul you wait you get so we can't have anything. We really can't have anything and it's just it's just it's just tiring because how can we not like just do all these challenges and just have fun but knowing that at the back of my head oh some dude is gonna save this and um remove the light using that fucked up app you get like i just yeah they literally sucked the fun out of it and literally now made people worry and be scared that oh my god some random guy is just gonna remove my filter and see me naked and have the time of his fucking life with my video when it was not intended for that purpose you know it has to be illegal it's it's on the same level as south african men oh my god south african men will let's say you post your only fans 
okay, like, hey, here's the link to my OnlyFans, the subscribe, whatever. These motherfuckers will screen record your videos, um, screenshot your pictures, and put them on the internet. They're like, oh, this is for you, my brothers. What? This is on the same level. It's on the same level. And the fact that the world has not caught up to, like, South African men actions we are in a very dangerous zone let me tell you that let me tell you that like this is a scary part of the internet that i don't like and this is what we're um exposed to when you live in south africa it's what you see on the daily but now it's a worldwide thing scary man it's scary but um ladies you know, I say still post it because I'm still gonna do it. I'm still gonna post it. I'm posting it tonight. I'm posting it tonight. Post it on your close friends. Make sure that the people on your close friends are, you know, good people. They're not gonna do any fuck shit, you know. Send it to your friends. Do that. If you post it on TikTok, make sure your account is private. Just do anything to protect yourself, protect your peace, and have fun with this thing, you know. Um, I can't wait to record mine. <laughs> I really cannot wait to record mine. Uh, I'll let you know how it goes. Because <laughs> I really wanted to take part in the busted challenge. And I was just like, oh no, my hair's not dying. And I'm not in the mood to just, you know, yeah. And you have to beat your face. I was just like, there's a lot of work that goes into it. I was like, mm-mm. Let me let me sit this one out. Another one will come, and here's the one for me. So I I, I can't wait to um enjoy it. But um that is it for pop culture. I had quite a lot to say. Um I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something or heard something new. Now to end of this week's episode. Um. I obviously do song of the week and this week's song is crazy by hope tyler um she's a british singer artist and i was obsessed with the song for the longest time the longest time um it's from her girl eat sun ep and it's truly an amazing ep and it's only 20 minutes it's not that long so you guys should get into that but um this is the end of the episode thank you so much for listening and i hope to be with you guys again next week and i hope you guys will be here to listen next week okay bye